0: Uh, hello.
1: Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. Pretty good.
0: Um, hello everyone and welcome to our newest non-numbered episode of We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them. Today, uh, you'll be joining us for our Roma watch party. (laughs) That's actually not a joke. We do have uh, Roma playing on the TV right now. It's (laughs) muted. Um, but it's just to relieve our stress a little bit. It's important
1: um, for us tonight. We have a lot built up <laughs> right now. We just need to
0: feel good about some things. So we have Roma on the TV. It's it's muted. Um, it looks great, as it does. Um, but today, as I said, is a non-numbered day. We're not talking about any one specific movie today. <laughs> but instead, we are talking about the Academy of Motion Pictures Sciences, whatever their actual name is. Nobody cares, but that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the 2019 Oscar nominations and why they, spoiler, are total and complete trash and why these Oscars will likely be total and complete trash. So So keep listening. (laughs) Yeah, if all you're you're wondering is whether or not the Oscars are going to be good this year, now you know, Um, very high possibility they are trash. And we're going to talk about why. We're going to go through each and every category that we care about, um, which I guess kind of makes us hypocrites a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I tried to... Here's the thing. Oscars and people who are nominated for Oscars... I'm just going to put this out there right here at at the start, right? This is my first complaint. And I'll introduce everybody on the podcast in just a moment, but this is my first complaint. If you are nominated for an Oscar, you need to make it As easy as possible from that moment forward for people to view your film (laughs) Documentary features. I'm looking at you documentary short films. I'm looking at you live-action shorts. I'm looking at you Animated shorts. I'm looking at you everybody else. You're kind of at the behest of the uh, The the theater chain conglomerate monstrosity capitalistic evil whatever (laughs) But let me tell you, if your documentary is nominated for Best Documentary of the Year, I should just be able to go to your website and, you know what, charge me three bucks. I don't care. But put it, or put it on, you know, Google Play Movies and iTunes or whatever. Those things need to be as easy as possible to view because I'll tell you what, I tried to watch as many of the documentaries as I could this year, and literally two of them were available, and both on Hulu. So good for you, Hulu. I was able to watch half of RBG... And it was trash. Um, one of the more boring things I've ever subjected myself to was trying to watch RBG. Um, just imagine um, uh, all of a person's friends sitting around for an hour and a half saying how great you are. That's it. That's all that movie is. is they're like, And when she was 18, she did something super cool. And she met some resistance. And she had a hard time, but she persevered. And, they're like, and then this one time when she was 21, she did this really cool thing. And she met some resistance, but she persevered. That's, I got halfway through it, and I was like, I can only hear so many stories about how great RBG is. And I don't even dislike the woman, right? Like, on principle. But holy Hannah, that was a bad documentary. And I was able to watch uh, Minding the Gap, which is actually quite good.
2: I, I want to see that one. It's on Hulu. I'm going to watch it soon.
0: Yeah, it's quite good. Um, so those <laughs> Off the top, those are my complaints <laughs> about the documentary feature. That applies to animated shorts, live-action shorts, uh, documentary shorts, all of it. I should be able to Google it and watch it for under $5. And I'll tell you what. Like I said, if you just put it on VOD, like, you're going to make money. So I always go on the documentary websites, and they're like, We have screenings planned for these 58 cities, but for one night only, and um, just put it on the internet, people. (laughs) We have a resource here. Use it. (laughs) Welcome to We Watch Movies and Then Talk About Them. We're talking about the Oscars today. Uh, My name is Andrew Westensko. I am the host of this here podcast, joined at my right hand by Becca. Hello. And further to my right, because we're all sitting in a line so that we can see Roma on the TV, uh, Sid. Hello. She's here. I'm here.
2: Welcome, and I'm very angry. Let's get into it. Oh,
0: we're getting into it. <laughs> um, like I said, we're gonna run through. Um, we're just gonna kind of, kind of uh, do it like, like it should be done. We're gonna start with the, uh, the, the craft categories, and that's craft with a C, not with a K. We're not talking about mac and cheese here. Um, Good stuff. And then though. we're gonna work our way through, and we are gonna run into several. Uh, I guess. What's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a C, I think. Well, I, I can't. Have you guys ever had a word just leave your head? Not conflicts. Controversies. Okay. Controversies <laughs> is the He's word I'm looking for. Uh, we're going to run into several controversies as we go. And if we ever need to de-stress, we're just going to tune our eyes to the TV and look at the soothing sights of Roma.
1: It's working real well so far. <laughs> I like it.
0: Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Just make me be able to watch your documentaries. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um,
1: this might just be an, an Andrew vent sesh.
0: Nah, Sid's going to vent too. Oh yeah, nah, that's the,
1: that's I'm here for
0: it. Um, I'm going to say from the outset, we here We Watch Movies and then talk about them, we don't put too much stock in the Oscars or any uh, award uh, for that matter. Luckily, the Oscars are not at like the level of the Grammys. Um, but we don't put too much stock in them. The problem is is that this is the largest movie award show in the world. And they're slipping into uh, some really troubling habits. Right? Yeah. After the last few years have been surprisingly very good at rewarding, uh, brave, and uh, very groundbreaking cinema. With something like Moonlight winning Best Picture, I think is just the... And The Shape of Water, for that matter. Yeah. Just these really intensely unique, creative films have been being rewarded. And then we see this trash this year, which we'll get into. <sighs> um, so we're talking about the Oscars the whole time. But that's because we love movies. We love to see good movies get rewarded. And this is the largest stage that they, that they can be rewarded on. And if we allow the Oscars to become the Grammys, essentially... Uh, which if you missed it, the Grammys are complete and total trash. Um, like not even worth paying any attention to levels of trash. Uh, but that's why we're talking about this is because it's important to us that we see good film rewarded and talked about. And at least for me, and I'm sure that Sid feels the same way. There's been a number of movies that I would never have seen were they not nominated for Oscars. Oh yeah. And, you know, movies that have changed the way that I view cinema and the way that I uh, view the world, if you want to get existential, I suppose. Um, so we, we like, the, I, I, if anybody else has a, a dissenting opinion, I guess, um, we like the Oscars in theory. We like the idea of an award show rewarding things with great artistic merit. But this year that seems to be not happening.
2: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: Um, we all before we sat down to do this, we have a big ballot of uh, all the nominees in the categories that we were able to see a significant amount of the films. Really, the ones that we neglected were the ones that were categories that we didn't see a lot of them. So, yep. and also I forgot to put feature length animated film on there. So
2: we already know
0: one, what it is. two, three. Spider Man. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so Spider Man's great. <laughs>
2: it's fantastic. amazing so good
0: into the spider-verse that is i don't know if there was another spider-man movie this year uh
2: we were talking specifically about spider-man 3 with toby Maguire.
0: um that's the, what we're talking it about it is referenced in into the spider-verse oh yeah it is yeah. oh
2: that movie's so good
0: um <laughs> uh, i really was there another spider-man movie this year no okay
1: yeah <laughs> i have no idea
0: um so we're going to we're gonna start with that. Okay. Let's start right at the bottom with one of the least angering categories that we have on this list. Um, and again, the ones that we've eliminated are like documentary, long and short, live action short, animated short, all that stuff. So we're not going to be talking about that. If you're a really big uh, live action short person, you're not going to be happy with this podcast. Sorry. We're going to start with visual effects. How this is going to run is we all have our picks for uh what we would like to see win out of the available nominees what we think will win and then we were allowed a write-in if we thought that that was better than any of the nominees right so that's how this is gonna go so um Sid why don't you kick us off with visual effects what are your thoughts there
2: um so my choice for visual effects was Avengers Infinity War or
0: should we maybe go through the nominees for those who don't yes. have the yeah. sorry I, I don't want to tell you what to do but for those who don't no. have the list in front of them let's just run quick through the nominees
2: okay so we have avengers of infinity war christopher robin first man ready player one and solo so i picked avengers because i don't know just like the sheer magnitude of how much they had to do in this movie and how well it pays off is so good in my eyes like I don't know. Just everything looks so fantastic. Nothing really in it, I feel, looks trashy or just kind of phoned in. Um, and yeah, it was between um, Avengers and First Man for me. And I just felt like Avengers was a bigger feat.
1: I agree. I actually did the exact same thing.
0: And this is probably maybe the only category that we all... I, know, I, I will probably agree on several categories. Yeah. Uh, but I also agree... Um. Again, it's a real bummer, and I'll talk about this several times, I think it's a real bummer that Black Panther's getting all the hype out of the Marvel movies this year, because Infinity War is, and we talked about this on our Favorite Movies of 2018 podcast, um, Infinity War really is something incredible, Mm -hmm. and they did something really special with it, I think.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it really is impressive.
0: Yeah. Um, And a shout out to Annihilation. I think.
1: Always. Yes. Love you, baby.
0: Um, the screaming bear. The her turning into flowers. Um, the whole just entire ending sequence. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Um, and that's how that's going to work. Costume design. Becca, what do you have for us?
1: Um, For the nominees, we have the ballad of Buster Scruggs. The Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. And I have actually only seen Black Panther and The Favorite, but I chose The Favorite because it's really good and the costumes (laughs) are amazing and I want it to win, mostly.
0: I have also chosen The Favorite as my pick for what I would like to see win out of this category. And it actually is my favorite for the year, I think, as far as costume design goes.
2: So I actually picked Black Panther for this one. Um, hmm.
0: Defend your choice.
2: I will. <laughs> okay, so don't I feel... Don't you know
0: we're only supposed to hate Black Panther on this podcast?
2: I don't think it's that bad of a movie, okay? Just, mm. Yeah, mm. It's pretty okay. good. Um. So I feel like period pieces get a lot of love from costume and production and makeup, which is totally well-deserved. But I feel like Black Panther is so different than what you usually see. I saw... Um, something on the internet and it was just explaining the costume design and how like each different tribe in the movie represents a real tribe like in Africa and how they took inspiration from that and incorporated it into the the costumes and I don't know I just think I feel like it's a more cohesive for a large culture and it's more representative, and I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's a, it's a big thing for them to do. Okay. And it was a, a lot of research for them. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Uh, with that said, um, I do think Black Panther is going to win. I hope so. The favorite is my favorite. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that would be...
2: I, that one was very close. I very do think close.
0: that Black Panther is going to win. Um, and that's going to be a theme here. There's a lot of these categories that I think Black Panther is going to win. Yeah. Because the mouse... Rules all.
1: What? Mickey Mouse. Disney. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the evil mouse today. The evils of, <laughs> of Disney. Um, moving on here. I think another one that's not too controversial. Makeup and hair. Literally only three nominees. Border, which I don't know what that is.
2: I hear, so, I don't know too much. It's a foreign film. And it's like these, I don't know. But I have seen pictures and it looks like really good makeup and I've heard a lot about a lot of good things about the makeup and costuming for it or the makeup and hair.
0: not costume. So there's Border, uh, Mary Queen of Scots, which I could, I really do not think that it's possible for me to care less about this film.
2: Yeah. I fell asleep every single time I saw that trailer.
0: Like just what an uninteresting looking film. I'm sorry. Like if you're really into that history, whatever, but like. Both Sousie Ronan and Margot Robbie deserve better. Yeah. Than to do
2: especially post Oscars.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like watching it, I was like, guys, because it was just so obvious that literally every person involved in that film was like, "We're winning Oscars for this, boys."
2: Yeah. Just like, no. this is no, it. No, thank
0: you. And Vice, which is my pick and what I think is gonna win. That's my because pick because the makeup and hairstyling in that film is astounding.
2: Yeah it is pretty good it really is
0: so no complaints there no um original song my mine was mine was short I'm gonna take this one original song uh Kendrick Lamar uh with all the stars from Black Panther um Al Fight from RGB I didn't know there was a song in that <laughs> um uh, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns who cares um shallow from a star is born and when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the ballad of buster scruggs i both out of this crop would like shallow to win and think that it will
1: i agree i mean yeah. i don't really know any of the other songs but
0: i think the only other one that has a shot is the black panther one oh yeah, yeah. and that's mostly just because it's kendrick lamar
2: yeah it is a good song. That's fine. Yeah.
0: But like Shallow has just been such a freaking force. Yeah. Like it's hard to pick anything else.
2: Yeah. I picked Shallow, but I personally think that Always Remember Us This Way is better. From From Starsbord.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah.
2: That was like her solo one on the stage. I don't know. I just think I don't know. That's I Shallow's actually feel. I don't know it's what a it's good called
0: one. because I haven't listened to that soundtrack as much as some other people. Um but the one his his one song that he plays a few times that, like, oh. maybe it's time to let the old things die. Whatever that song is called. Yeah. I, I thought that was better than Shallow, personally.
2: Yeah. I just think Shallow is, like, the more exciting because it's, like, their duo, you know?
0: Yeah. No, and it's the big push. And like I said, yeah. it's been just a force, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just everywhere. Yeah. So, um, I actually did have a write-in on this one as well. And that is Unmade. Oh my by, gosh!
2: Who could have predicted right? this? Unmade by Tom York. <laughs> I almost put that the one too. Suspiria soundtrack. I voted for that one in uh, best original song on Letterboxd Oscars this year. Uh,
0: because not only is it a phenomenal song, but I think that a lot of times with this original song category, uh, we kind of forget that there are movies behind them. And so it, it really does just become a popularity contest of which song got played the most. So like the one from Coco won last year, right? Yeah. Or was that two years ago? I don't care. Last year. Um, Coco's fine. I like Coco. Nothing. No hate for Coco. Um, Sufjan should have won. But yeah, Sufyan should have won. But he should have won for um, what's it called?
2: Visions of Gideon. Visions of Gideon. He should have yeah. won for everything. Yes. Well, he should have won everything. Was just,
0: uh, yeah. I understand why they nominated the one that they did, but yeah. Visions of Gideon was a better song. Yeah. And also, like I said, and this this ties into what I'm going to say here about Unmade. And that's that there are movies behind these songs, right? Suvian didn't just or maybe he did, I don't know. I doubt that he just sat down and wrote that. Like he was probably commissioned by um Luca to write that song. Yeah. And that's it's it's a funny thing. I I didn't even put that connection until right now that I think that's the thing that Luca does is he like goes out and Commissions artists because that song, Visions of Gideon, like I said, even when we were walking out of it, I was probably too harsh on Call Me By Your Name the first time that we saw it. I think that my opinion of it has um, definitely become more positive over time. But that ending scene of him sitting in front of the fire with that song playing is so many leaps and bounds and levels ahead anything else in that film and maybe anything else that I saw last year. Like that's if that specific sequence is so beyond incredible. Um, and it's made by that song. And so I look at something like Unmade, which for those of you who have seen Suspiria, but don't maybe know the soundtrack Unmade is the song that plays a uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> I don't know. Give me two minutes. Um, it's a song that plays, at the very end, during the crazy, bloody climax, after the whole screen goes red, this really beautiful, um, kind of fragile-sounding Tom York song comes on. And it just it makes the sequence. It totally changes the tone of the entire thing. They could have had you know, slasher strings and, and crazy stuff going on, but that... Song being put in that spot in that movie honestly made me reconsider what I thought the movie was about. So, going into it my second time, I was watching for different things because I was like, I was like, she's popping heads, like, she's just murdering people. This should be, you know, a a super scary, negative horror thing, but it's got this fragile song behind it. And it really uh I guess helped me understand what the film is about, which is really the the power struggle going on and there's it and then the the whole subplot about the German uh revolutionaries and all of that starts to make a lot more sense when you realise what the song is actually about, which is this power struggle between, you know, the two main witches and then Mother Suspiriorum comes in and just says, You're all wrong and I'm in charge now and it's it's almost a good thing even though they're witches but and so that song made what might be my favorite sequence of the year. so that's why I pick it
2: it's a great song
0: I love it so much I I frequently listen to the Suspiria soundtrack
2: it's good I really like it
0: Becca gets sick of it
1: no actually I really do like it like of all things Suspiria that's my favorite part
0: not the not the choreography
1: i mean i do like the choreography but it's hard to like the choreography because it's mixed in with just bloody death (laughs) scenes (laughs) that's fair so yeah i would say the music is the best part all right
0: so that's uh my first rant about suspiria (laughs) there will be more i'm sure
1: (laughs) which next we're talking about original score so you know i think i said i I think i said what i need to say yeah and i i would agree i mean i didn't put it as my write-in i put annihilation why don't you
0: you kick us off on this next category becca okay unless you guys had more to say about original song no no there's no huge complaints
1: shallow shallow's great yeah yeah it's fine i think it's a good choice all right
0: original score becca let's go
1: um original score black klansman black panther if beale street could talk isle of dogs and mary poppins returns And I've only seen Black Klansman and Black Panther, so I, out of those options, would choose Black Panther and think it will win. But I think there are many, many other movies that have better scores than any of these.
0: Did we all have a write-in on this category?
1: Yeah. I loved Annihilation. That's the soundtrack that I've listened to the most this year. Also, I would say Suspiria is really good.
0: Yeah, my write-in is Suspiria. So I picked, for my pick, Isle of Dogs. Now you might find it odd for me to pick a movie that I haven't seen. Uh, but I like Wes Anderson, I like Alexander Displatt, and I don't want anything
2: else to win. So. <laughs>
0: but I think that Black Panther will likely win.
2: Yeah, I said if Beale Street could talk, I have no idea what any of these soundtracks are. Um, that, was,
0: that was kind of my point, is like I have seen Black Clansmen of Black Panther. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you what the vibe of those soundtracks yeah.
2: are. I mean, it may be because I've only seen all of these movies once maybe twice and I just wasn't really paying attention but my write-in was Suspiria I just felt like it was more impactful
0: I guess my thing is like I saw those movies and I didn't come out of them being wowed by the soundtrack there were other movies that I saw once that I came out being like that's a good soundtrack Mm -hmm. Annihilation Suspiria um, Death of Stalin um, First Man like these are all movies that I saw once that I walked out of being like these are incredible soundtracks (laughs) Uh, in case you didn't know In Roma There's an extended Full frontal nudity scene Of a young man And <laughs> that's that, where we are That's now. where we are right <laughs> yeah. now So we're just gonna Go ahead and Quickly skip past that Every
2: time my mom Starts talking about this movie She's like Oh I need to see it And I'm like Yeah you really should It's a little slow though So I don't <laughs> Also there's a five minute long Scene with a penis So Yeah
0: <laughs> um, But yeah like I'm, uh, There were several movies that I was very impressed by the soundtrack after seeing them once, yeah. and none of them are listed here.
1: <laughs> it's a real bummer. Like, I I wish I could take all these off. I mean, I guess I haven't seen three of them, but <laughs> I could make a better list. I, I can think. tell you
0: that I don't yeah. give a crap about Mary Poppins' turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not.
0: Um, Alright. That's original score. No big complaints there. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for that everything sucks. Yeah,
2: but... but- I matter about other things.
0: I would give it to Suspiria just because I've heard as well, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard that the soundtrack from You Were Never Really Here is outstanding as well.
2: I can't remember it. I That's saw it fine. a while ago.
0: It's the last score from Johan Johansson. Before he oh, died. yeah, it is. Summer. R.I.P. Um, all right, moving on, Sid.
2: All right, we are on to production design.
0: And for, uh, I think everything up till now has been pretty self explanatory. For anybody who might not know what production design is,
2: Production design is basically the set and what they put on there. You know, there's the decorations, the background. It's, yeah, pretty much summed up, that's what it is. All right. So, our nominees are Black Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Roma, and Mary Poppins Returns. And I chose The Favorite because it's gorgeous. The very first shot is... So good
0: Remind me of what the first shot
2: is The first shot is just um, the queen And they're like in her room And she has this giant cape Just like laid out behind her While they're like getting her dressed Oh right right
0: right right. Yeah
2: It's just everything like They put in so much work into that castle And it looks so good um, But I also wrote in hereditary Which I thought was That's super That's an interesting good. choice Yeah Cause it's It's very understated But Going along with, like, the theme of the movie, it looks like a dollhouse.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's right. And actually, I talk about this. We have an episode of the podcast uh, dissecting Hereditary, so we'll try not to get too far into it. Uh, it's Becca's movie of the year.
1: <laughs> ha ha. Um, <laughs> but
0: uh, now that you mention it, one of my favorite things about Hereditary is, the, is production design, and that's the statue that they have at the bottom of the stairs.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Which is... it? it, it obviously some of the themes in hereditary are about um you know things that you inherit and there's a, a i guess you call it a statue um not really a. Statue. it's like a model it's like a model, model. model there, yeah. at the bottom of the stairs in the in the house that they live in which is like a house built on top like built on top of the ruins of like several other houses so it's like mm-hmm. houses stacked on houses stacked on houses and I thought that was a really, really clever nod to the themes of the film um, hidden in the production design. So that's actually an interesting pick.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I hadn't thought about Hereditary for production design at all, but <coughs> now that you mention it, yes. Oh, thank you. I oh, yeah. do think the production design in Hereditary is good. I also chose the favorite, though, for production design because it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I chose the favorite as well. I think it's just so detailed and so well thought out. Um you get such an interesting feel for the castle Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like the secret tunnel between the rooms and like the hall outside of her room we're in we're there several times the courtyard um, where they do the shooting just everything is so well done Um, I did pick that I think that Black Panther is going to win that as well though
2: yeah I mean it's fine I wouldn't be mad about it Wakanda looks great it does
0: and like her lab and stuff looks really cool I just my taste leans towards the favorite yeah. So whatever. As long as Mary Poppins doesn't win who the of it? who cares about that who cares? movie? I wanna know who cares about Mary Poppins' return. You know who does? Disney.
2: That
1: darn mouse.
0: That darn mouse.
1: My brother sure, my brother really cares about it. I'm sure that uh,
0: John Krasinski cares as well because yeah. his wife was the star. Yeah. He whatever.
1: She's the star of other things too, so That's fair. It's fine. Was he
0: She was fine in a quiet place as well this year. Yep. So, whatever. Another
1: um, one that I think is better than some of the movies that have been nominated. Yep, A Quiet Place. <laughs> um. All
0: right. So uh, maybe I'll take the next two just so that we can talk a little bit about what they mean, because a lot of people are confused as to why there is two, um, two what do you call it? Uh, categories for sound. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have sound editing and sound mixing and if i'm not mistaken the nominees are literally exactly the same as they usually are um point being um sound editing as far as i understand it if there's some crazy academy buff out there who wants to prove me wrong whatever sound editing is the sounds that are made right uh, the laser sounds in star wars um the dinosaur sounds in Jurassic Park are a great example of incredible sound editing um there's, I mean, there's a lot of different examples. Um, and then sound mixing is basically how loud each of the sounds are in relation to each other, right? So I'm actually gonna, it's, it, I'm gonna do it backwards, but I do wanna start with sound editing. Um, your nominees are Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star is Born. My pick for this is First Man because I thought specifically the sequences where they're in the rockets are just astounding. Um, I think Black Panther's going to win, though.
1: I also chose First Man, and I think it's because I could actually tell what sound editing and sound mixing was while watching it. Like, I still have a hard time grasping what it is, but that was a movie that afterwards I was like, oh yeah the sound was really cool and that was like like the best one of the best parts about that movie to me was the sound and so that helped me understand what sound editing and mixing is specifically I would say mixing because you can hear like the breathing is really loud and that would be the sound mixing right
0: yeah um as well like I said, for me, what really puts it over the top are the launch sequences. I have never been more terrified of going to space than during the sequences because you're like – I mean, it's like David Bowie said, right? Like, they're in a tin can. Like, good, yeah. like, what the F were these people thinking? You're literally just strapping yourself to a rocket in – like, you got what, like an inch, if you're lucky, between you and the freaking vacuum of space? I've never considered that until this movie just how gosh darn insane these people were yeah (laughs) um but yeah so my my pick for both sound editing and sound mixing is first man um but i think the black panther's gonna win there's a whole theory behind this by the way we're gonna get into why i think black panther's gonna win all of these (laughs) sweet um i did have a write-in though for sound editing for suspiria
2: so did i okay so
0: why don't you tell us what you think about these categories
2: Um, I mean, I don't know too much about them. It's just, it's hard to kind of, I don't know, I guess, teach yourself about it. And I'm not a film student. So, I mean, I kind of just picked First Man because it's really the only one I could really remember it making a huge impact. Except for Suspiria. Like, we've talked about it before that just, like, while they're dancing, you can just hear their breathing really loud. And, like, you can just hear, like, I don't know, every little thing you can hear and it's in detail and it's just it enhances the movie
0: i think back to as well the scene that um i guess hits me the most with uh sound editing specifically i honestly i put Suspiria for sound editing but i still stuck with first man for sound mixing right just because i think the sound design of Suspiria is so impressive i think back to again spoilers whatever um olga's death scene Mm -hmm. um, where you're hearing her snap
2: Oh, it's so good! And then
0: when they come and get her, and they put the hooks into her—just ah, this. Ooh. Oh my! I love it! Oh my gosh! Freaking Gross. felt that! And then again, the scenes with the you know the dancing and all the breathing and mm-hmm. and all of that. So that's uh, sound editing and sound mixing. And now we come to the least important category in all of the Oscars. Um, well, one of one of uh, two that. You know, just straight up don't matter in filmmaking. Um, You know, really unimportant, uh, no impact on the final product, doesn't matter. We wouldn't want to give them any credit. So we're going to go ahead and just air this award during the commercials.
2: Um, (laughs) Those douchebags.
0: So we're going to get into our first big controversy here, right? Um, For those of you who don't know, the Academy has announced this year that four awards will be um aired during a commercial break so not aired in that they will be uh, awarded during a commercial break if you're watching the broadcast live on abc these four categories are um let's see um oh let's what is it crap i just lost what they are so best editing best cinematography um hang on Sid can you help me out here what are the other two?
1: I don't well, know I actually want makeup and hairstyle on that. I'm so
0: hang on hang on hang on we'll get to it this is my theory oh, this yeah. this ties into my whole theory right Pause for technical difficulties um I had to Google this and I shouldn't. So if you are watching the broadcast live on ABC, you will not see the following categories being awarded. Um, just give me a list, heaven, I don't need to. Um, let's see. Cinematography, editing, live action short, and makeup and hairstyling. So I actually forgot that makeup and hairstyling was included because I was so mad about cinematography and editing.
2: That is so stupid.
0: Because clearly these categories do not matter. Um, I'd like to share with you a tweet from the director of probably the best film this year Uh, and that is Alfonso Cuaron, director of Roma He said, in the history of cinema, in all big caps (laughs) masterpieces have existed without sound, without color, without a story, without actors, and without music. No one single film has ever existed without cinematography and without editing.
1: Amen.
0: What a boss
2: tweet. (gasps) Oh my gosh.
0: So uh, really it's 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 just distressing that these are the two categories that they pick cinematography and editing of Cine- all categories. Cinematography is probably the single most popular category outside of best picture, best director and best actors. Yeah. Like the the four acting categories, right? That's insane. People <sighs> actually know what cinematography is. I'd say it's 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 equally as popular if not more so than the screenplay awards, right? <sighs> Like
1: sound editing and mixing, what nobody actually knows? Sound editing
0: and mixing will be aired during the live broadcast.
1: Like, okay, all of the categories are important,
2: but there are some that are way more important.
0: Well, it's like he said. It's like he says here, right? Like, masterpieces have existed without sound, without color, without a story, without actors, and without music. No one single film has ever existed without cinematography and without editing. critical it's literally what differentiates film from theater for example yeah right because theater you have a production you have production design you have actors you have a director you have music literally cinematography editing and i would argue visual effects are what distinguish film as an art form and are the the most uh i guess What's the word? I, I'm losing words today. The Because <laughs> you're so frustrated. I know. It's so infuriating that these are the categories, and they're all technically craft, right? So you have your important Oscars, which are like your best picture, your best director, your best actors and actresses, screenplay. And then you have your craft awards, which are all of the ones that we've discussed up to this point, including sound editing and cinematography. Um, and those are the awards that go into the making of a film. Hence, Kraft. And um, they've decided that uh, cinematography and editing don't need to be awarded on air. Now, I have heard that they'll be recorded and an edited, basically, you'll see their acceptance speech for the winner. But again, part of why we love the idea of the Oscars is to see films that we appreciate and we love get recognized. And before each award is awarded, there's a little sizzle reel of the um, the nominees, right? And the cinematography sizzle reel is always incredible. Yeah. And these are the ones that I've seen. I haven't seen everything, to be fair, because freaking foreign films are impossible to watch. Um, it, it, they're all amazing. And I would love to see a sizzle reel of these and to see these cinematographers be recognized. My... Favorite single moment of the Oscars last year was um, seeing—I just lost his name.
2: Oh, Roger Deakins. Roger
0: Deakins win for Blade Runner, and not yeah. just because it was Blade Runner, but because this <laughs> dude has like twenty-five Oscar nominations. That's an exaggeration, but and
2: that's pretty close. Actually, so
0: many of them are deserving, and watching him win and get up there and be so excited, and like that was such a liberating moment for so many people, like. And now we're going to miss that. I mean, we'll get the acceptance speech of, you know, Alfonso Coron. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's just infuriating. I can't I can't describe how mad it makes me that those are the categories that they're deciding to air during commercial breaks.
1: I am so ridiculous.
2: Violently angry.
0: Um, who's ready for the tinfoil hats to come out?
2: I already have it on. Let's do it.
0: Do you have your tinfoil hat on, Becca? I'm ready. Um, this is, this is, I am not the originator of this theory. I'm going to go ahead and give credit here where credit is due. Um, user ElDusto84 on Reddit posted a thread to the R Movies subreddit outlining what I think is the most likely scenario here and why Black Panther is my pick for, or for what I think will win for all of the categories that we've discussed so far. And that is the fact that there are 10 craft awards. Disney is nominated for seven of them. The three that Disney is not nominated for are the three that are not going to happen during the live broadcast. Mm. Disney owns ABC, which is the channel that the awards are broadcast on. I think that Disney is manipulating Uh the Oscars broadcast to give more attention to their films, Uh thus compromising the integrity of the Academy.
1: So frustrating.
2: What? Why? I'm so mad. Money. They have enough. I gave them so much money to go to disneyland
0: you don't get to see cinematography or editing or costume or live action short it's it's just so surgical because they are they're nominated for best animated film they're nominated for animated short they are not nominated for editing cinematography costume design or live action short
2: oh my gosh
0: and any other categories, like they're not nominated in like best actor, actress, or director, but like they could never get away with not airing those, yeah. right? They literally picked four awards. You know what? Maybe don't have people go across the street to a freaking screening of uh, a Wrinkle in Time and hand out. You know, have celebrities throw candy at people. Maybe cut that. Yeah. And do these four awards.
2: They just don't listen to so, us.
0: Heaven forbid. That you miss any of Disney's films winning an award? Oh my gosh! And my thinking here is this, right? Let's let's keep the tinfoil hats on, and you guys can jump in at any time because I'll I'll rant forever about this. Um, the Oscars were going to introduce the best popular film category, right?
2: I kind of have a theory on that. What's your theory? My theory is so okay. I listened to. Um, a YouTuber, uh, Your Movies Suck. He was talking about... He was just giving an overview of all the nominations and what he thought on them. Uh, secondary
0: shout out to Your Movies Suck because he's great.
2: He's really great. I love him. Even though he has a really annoying voice. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, but he was just talking about that this year's It's it's garbage. It's, it's really bad. It's really not good.
0: Uh, yeah. I'll throw a secondary shout out to his... Uh. He reviews the Best Picture nominations. And yeah. It's pretty funny.
2: Yeah. But so at the end, he just talks about that last year was the lowest ratings they've ever had in 44 years um of the oscars and also last year was the lowest grossing of all the movies nominated for best picture and so he basically just said that they're nominating all this garbage popular movies because that's what's going to get you out to the theaters to watch them and give them more money and
0: well and more people will watch the oscars if they've actually heard of the nominees and they've
2: actually seen them and um Shoot, what was I gonna say? Oh, so the popular film, I like. I feel like this is their vengeance against us getting mad at them for announcing the popular film category. Absolutely
0: agree. Because they're just agree.
2: like, oh, oh, you didn't like that? Okay, and well, not,
0: not them. Disney.
2: <sighs> I love Disney so much, but they are ruining my life right now. <laughs> anyway that's mine and your movie suck theory.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think that it's, I think that Disney was like, well, cause who do you think came up with that idea? Like, I'm sure that there was some marketing guy who was like, we need this category at the Oscars and Disney heard it. And they were like, we are in like black Panthers, never going to get nominated. But now we have best popular film. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to get nominated <laughs> and it's going to win. Right. And they're like, no, nah, we're not doing that category. And again, we all know that you can buy yourself an Oscar nomination, yeah. right? But the, the, the problem is, is just the sheer um, amount of trash movies. Or not even trash, just okay movies. Yeah. The fact that they are putting Black Panther on the same pedestal as Roma is just insulting. Yeah. Right? And I get you have to have some nominees. Maybe have seven. Maybe have six. I don't care. Black Klansman does not stack up. Bohemian Rhapsody does not stack up. No. Vice does not stack up.
2: (laughs) Do you hear that? That's crossing out Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) I hate it so much.
0: (laughs) Oh, we'll have a talk about Bohemian Rhapsody. I finally watched it. I'm ready. We'll get to it. Um, But it's just—it's just disgusting. Like, I hate Disney so much, and I wish that they didn't own everything that I love. Mostly Marvel, actually. I don't really care about uh, Disney movies as such. I like Marvel. I wish they didn't own it. I like Star Wars. I wish they didn't own it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just—they were like, okay, Black Panther's getting nominated for everything. Now, I think this is my theory, and this is why I picked Black Panther to as what I think will win all of those categories. Because I think that the Academy still hopefully has some integrity left in it. Hopefully. I do not think that Black Panther is going to win Best Picture. I do not think that it's going to win any major award. But I think that Disney has them scared into giving it something. So I think they're going to give it all the craft awards.
1: That's frustrating. (laughs) Which sucks for all of
0: the people who worked so hard on a lot of the fantastic films that we've talked about. Like The only place that First Man gets any recognition is in the craft stuff for example. You know what I mean? I mean, Suspiria gets totally snubbed, but and so does hereditary and Annihilation.
1: Well, and like the craft categories, like even if I don't understand exactly what they are, like those are so important for making a movie good mm-hmm. and they deserve to go to good movies.
2: But even someone who's not really into movies can see the difference between like good editing. Well, maybe not editing, but like good production design versus a crappy one or good cinematography versus crappy it's just they're putting such stupid things in there
0: i just i think back to you read about the original academy awards right in like 27 or whatever it was and it was literally like 50 people and they got together in a restaurant and shook hands and said you did a great job i liked your film and like we've just gotten so far away from that sentiment of like let's we are, you know, a workforce of filmmakers, whatever our roles may be, and a lot of people complain that the Oscars is just rich people patting other rich people on the back. I'm fine with that. I wish that it was just that, yeah, right, because they entertainers are an essential part of our society, right? We need entertainers, and if entertainment gets you rich, why wouldn't you do it? You know what I mean? You can't blame them for it. it Production companies are hellspawn as far as screwing people over. But it's hard to find a a true artist, actor, director, filmmaker who has made their wealth by, you know, just destroying lives the way that, like, Apple has. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't hate them for being rich like I do sometimes um but (laughs) but and i don't have like i said i don't have a problem with attractive rich people just patting each other on the back saying great job as long as what they are patting each other on the back for actually was a great job
2: yeah if they're worthy of that pat on the back then it's fine
0: right because these are people who whether we want to like it or not these are people who understand film who know what is good film and i'm telling you right now drag Stanley Kubrick out of the grave, show him Black Panther, and say this was nominated for Best Picture, he'd shoot himself in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bring, you know, dig Tarkovsky up. Show him Bohemian Rhapsody.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, this is nominated for several Oscars. I mean, Tarkovsky probably wouldn't care about Oscars in the first place, but <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, the the most impressive filmmakers that ever. You know what I mean? yeah it, I... I can imagine Spielberg even drank himself into a deep stupor when he saw that, you know, Black Klansman was nominated.
2: Well, (laughs) Steven Spielberg was kind of against Roma getting nominated. What? Because it's a Netflix movie.
0: Oh, F off Steven Spielberg. I take back my compliments. (laughs) Jurassic Park is great. Jaws is great. You suck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Everything else is terrible.
0: (laughs) Um, Steven Spielberg has made some of the, the greatest films of all time. It's true. Um but yeah, it just it I wish that we could get back to that of actually congratulating each other for a job well done. And like I said at the beginning, what sucks so much about this is that it seemed like that was the direction that we were going the last couple of yeah. years.
2: The last few years have been great.
0: Outstanding. So good. Mad Max got nominated for best picture. Oh
2: my gosh, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why wasn't Mission Impossible Fallout nominated for Crying Out Loud if that's what we're going to be doing here?
2: True. Way better than <laughs> But these. you know what I
0: mean? Like, the last couple of years have been so reassuring as far as the direction the Academy was going. Mm-hmm. And I don't very often actively hope for things to fail. I hope that the ratings this year are even lower than they were last year.
2: Even though I'm definitely watching?
0: Yeah, I probably will Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But oh man, like the academy that put together these nominations is not the academy that gave Shape of Water best picture. Yeah. It, 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 something's changed, and I think it is just money. Yeah. Which sucks because money ruins art, invariably. <sighs> best editing.
1: Uh- <laughs> Your nominees
0: are Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book the favorite and vice i have not seen green book i have no desire to see green book i think it looks bad
2: (laughs) it's not great (laughs) i will talk about that later
0: okay um my pick for best editing out of these examples is uh the favorite
2: same here me too
0: i think that black Klansmen will win
2: I could see that. It wasn't my favorite, but I could see that it's
0: good. Mostly because I think they have to give it something. It's nominated for so many, I think they've got to give it something.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, fair. I could see
1: that.
0: My pick for editing is Suspiria.
1: Same here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually write down a pick, but <laughs> Suspiria It's good editing. I think just
0: <laughs> Olga's death scene by itself. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: Should get that movie an award for <gasps> editing. Um, not to mention, you know, the actual performance of Volk. Oh yeah. J- just incredible all around. That's my pick for editing.
1: See, as much as I don't like that movie, there really are a lot of great things about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of like Hereditary. Beckett just doesn't like Kind horror. of exactly yeah. like Hereditary. Because you feel the same <laughs> way about fine. The Witch.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not horror. It's... Witches. Witches. <laughs> 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 Becca doesn't like witches. I Got don't it. like witches. Got
2: Sense. All right. Got it. Um.
0: All right, Sid. All take right. us home.
2: adapted screenplay. We have the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Klansman, Can You Ever Forgive Me? If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. I said, If Beale Street Could Talk, um, because I've seen all of these, and that one is just it's fantastic. Out of all five of these, I'd say it's it's just great.
0: I have only seen Black Klansman and A Star is Born. Same. So I picked A Star is Born as what I want to win and what I think will win.
2: I think A Star is Born will win, but I want uh, Beale Street Kotaku to win.
0: I promise this is the last time I'm going to do this. (laughs) I wrote in Suspiria. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. That actually is the last time I'm going to do this. Every other category, um, I am perfectly fine with what's going on here.
2: I'm fairly fine with that.
0: Um, but Suspiria, again, I think that... It's a screenplay that doesn't... And some people like it for this, some people don't. It doesn't put its message... Or it doesn't shove its message down your throat. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things going on, and it's up to you to kind of put the pieces together. So like I said, the first time I saw it, I didn't really know what was going on. The second time I saw it, yeah, it, it, it stuck with me. Again, what it's about. The whole power dynamic and... Um, all of that and I think that that is so interesting and it's so well delivered and there's several exchanges between um, Dakota Johnson and Tilda Swinton that I think are so 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 well written um, I think specifically to when they have dinner in Tilda Swinton's office and it's uh, oh my gosh it's just, it's just such good writing And but again I think that the story overall and how they decide to present it is so subtle and I really like that about it.
1: I, going back to the category and the actual nominees, not Suspiria. I'm done talking about, I'm <laughs> done talking about Suspiria, I promise. We're done. That's it's it. done. It's over. It. Um, I also chose A Star is Born for adapted screenplay as what I want to win and what I think will win. And honestly, I love A Star is Born. I'm really happy that it's nominated for a lot of or a few things. It's tied to with Roma, right? No, The Favorite
0: and
1: Roma. Or The Roma. Favorite in Roma yeah. have the most, okay. and then A Star is Born, right? Okay, I, I mean, think so. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it being nominated and winning plenty of awards. Like, I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah.
0: So uh, Jumping in here, it's so weird, going back to what we were talking about, I'm sorry, t- about criticizing the Academy. It's it's so strange to see such mediocre stuff g- being given nominations. When the two movies that have the most nominations still are Roma and The Favorite. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. are, without a doubt, the two best movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Out of this pack. Definitely.
0: So maybe there is some hope. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm being too cynical and I'm jumping the gun a little bit. We'll have to see what actually wins. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I don't know. Original screenplay. Becca, what do you got?
1: Okay. The nominees are The Favorite first reformed green book roma and vice
0: has anybody seen first reformed uh i did i've been meaning to watch it i heard it's great
2: it's pretty good i should probably watch it again it's it's very slow also i didn't really know what was going on but it's really good a I, lot of people
0: were pissed that ethan hawk didn't get nominated
2: spoiler alert he's my ride in hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: all right um what was your pick becca
1: I chose Roma because I was so impressed with that movie like it really surprised me I was impressed with how much I loved it even though it's in black and white and Spanish and I don't know. I just want it to win every single category that it is nominated for
0: That's totally fair. I agree. <laughs> What's your what do you got said? Um
2: so I originally put the favorite I guess I forgot that Roma was on there but I'm going with Roma too especially when you like read into it and you see that much of it is based on his own life um and his own maid while he was young it enhances it um but my writing for that one was hereditary
0: ooh um i actually stuck with the favorite as my choice mostly because i think the dialogue in that film is so gosh darn outstanding
2: it is really good <laughs> um <laughs>
0: i think that green book will win
2: i Swear.
0: Again, for the same for the same reason that I put Black Klansman for editing, I think they have to give it something. No. I'm just saying.
2: Okay, I'm just saying, don't give it anything. I'm just saying,
0: this is also (laughs)
2: except for Mahershala Ali. Yeah, we might
0: we might talk about this later on, but this is a very socially charged year as well, as far as what's been nominated, right? Yeah. And it's a year where if you criticize Black Panther, Black Klansman, or Green Book um it makes you racist it makes you a racist
2: if you criticize bohemian rhapsody it makes you homophobic and you hate queen
0: exactly um but i again i haven't seen green book but specifically black panther and black Klansmen i have very specific beefs with that do not have anything to do with the message they are trying to convey or the racial politics involved there Um, i think that they have uh fundamental issues as films
2: see i do have beef with green book about that
0: yeah um, so not that I'm these, racist. I'm okay, not a racist. Spoiler: These are all nominated for Best Picture, so we'll get into them in depth there. Um, my I did write in though. I wrote in for screenplay. I wrote in the Death of Stalin. Oh yeah, it's good
2: I gotta choice. Agree.
0: Because that this movie is maybe the most criminally overlooked movie of the year, and I'm I'm saying that over Suspiria because Suspiria at least occasionally gets talked about. Nobody ever talks about Death of Stalin And it is so freaking good
2: It's so good (laughs) It really is On
0: every front So that's my write-in for Best uh, Original Screenplay I think it's original I don't know I always have a hard time knowing if something is original or adapted Whatever
2: I think it's original Yeah
0: Uh, Moving on to the other least important category In all of Oscar history uh, Best Cinematography Your nominees are Cold War Uh, Lucas Zoll, The Favorite, which was shot by Robbie Ryan. Never Look Away, shot by Caleb Deschanel. Roma, shot by Alphonse Cuaron. And A Star is Born, shot by Matthew Libatique. I'm sure I butchered at least two of them. My pick, and what I think is going to win, is Roma.
2: Me too. Same here.
0: I really do think that Roma is going to sweep a lot of these categories.
1: I hope so. That's pretty much my pick for the rest of the categories. Spoilers, I guess. Really? But... All right. Well, not quite, but most of them. Okay.
0: Um, and I don't even have a write in here. The cinematography of that movie is astounding.
1: It's so good. Just, ugh.
0: It, we're still watching Rumble, by the Oh way. my
1: gosh. <laughs> and very much enjoying it. Yeah,
0: it's great. You can put it on mute and just look at it. That's how good the cinematography is. is literally, we have had this movie on mute now for an hour. <laughs> and, and it's amazing. It's just, it's so incredible to look at. But watch uh. Roma. It's on Netflix. Oh, sorry. I want to rewind a little bit back to sound editing and sound design. Um, we watched Roma on Netflix. That's the only time that I've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, apparently, if you see Roma in the theater, the sound editing and mixing is astounding. Yeah. Which
2: is why I'm mad that it didn't show anywhere.
0: Yeah. We it was it was it showed for like a week close to us, and I, I we couldn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but apparently, like I said, the sound editing and mixing is is just crazy. If you have if you watch it on. Yeah. Uh, a good uh, sound system, which we didn't. Yeah,
2: That's where I was tempted to put it for sound editing and mixing, but also I haven't really experienced it. So I didn't feel like I could.
0: Exactly. Um, one thing I do want to mention, and I, I really, really, really like this. Um, three of the five nominees for cinematography are foreign language films.
2: Yeah. I think that's, that's awesome. Think really really cool. cool. I
0: would love to see more foreign language films getting actual recognition. Yeah.
2: And two of them are in black and white. That's hmm. true. Um, just so you know, Roma is starting to play at Lehigh this weekend.
0: We should go. Do you want to go?
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Cold War is probably the movie that I want to see more than any right now. Yeah. It's difficult to to get up there, though, to see it. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, Cold War, Never Look Away, and Roma are all foreign language films. Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away from Germany, and Roma from Mexico. And the favorite might as well be a foreign film because Yorgos is Greek. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I also... Can I just say, I love Yorgos Lantham was getting his due at yeah. this point. What oh, yeah. an incredible filmmaker. That I dude's don't... just nuts.
2: He's got some weird movies, but they're good.
0: But he has such a unique style yeah killing the sacred deer is a freaking trip what a great movie <laughs>
2: um
0: and I, I loved his ability to take his quirky style and put it into this just over the top period piece it's great um but yeah, i mean roma is just roma is another level of cinematography the patience and the confidence which with this movie is fil- filmed is seriously just astounding the camera just sits still and the stuff just happens but it's it it sounds easy to just park a camera but it's the framing and the blocking yeah. and the way that the film uh, the way that it's lit and the mm-hmm. way that the scenes are planned like
2: and there are so many great tracking shots yeah in it too
0: just it's, incredible
2: yeah it's very just like kind of voyeuristic yeah and he did it himself
0: he did everything. What a it's beautiful, amazing. beautiful
2: man. I love him.
0: He really took it to another like Quarone is great, but he really took it to another level this year. Yeah. Um Sid, what do we got?
2: Best director. We have Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Oh gosh. Ah. <laughs> <In> <laughs> you Polish, did this on purpose. In Polish, W's or V's. Pavel, uh Pavlovsky <laughs> <laughs> For pa- cold. Pavlikovsky? I don't know I don't speak Polish For Cold War uh, Yorgos Lanthimos For the favorite Alfonso Cuarón For Roma uh, Adam McKay For Vice I of course said Alfonso Cuarón. Am I even saying that right? Yeah he was Corderan. And Corderan. Uh, I actually wrote in Bo Burnham For 8th grade Really? I think it's just For his first movie It's incredible I
0: could see that for screenplay I don't see it for director.
2: I don't know. I just like really wanted to put him in there. That's fair. So, yeah, that was my pick for it.
1: I also chose Roma.
2: I
0: chose Roma as what I want to win and what I think will win. Again, go back and listen to our movies of twenty eighteen episode. We gush about Roma for a while. It's just it's it's such an achievement and such a personal statement by Alfonso Cuarón about the women in his life. Uh, and this is, again, so let's, I'll just quickly mention, again, you want to talk about a socially charged year, right? The, Roma is for women what like Black Klansmen is, you know what I mean? But it's just so much more subtle about it. The whole movie is about the struggles of women in a man's world, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Right. And it's a love letter to these strong women that he has known through his entire life and who shaped who he is. And it's just them being good people and being strong in the face of adversity and being able to overcome the road bumps that they hit. So it's, I mean, it is a socially charged movie. It's just more subtle about it compared to something like Green Book or Black Klansman. Yeah. Black um that's director we are we're down to the last five guys here
1: the big five 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 guys (laughs) i can use a
2: burger
0: um becca what do we have for supporting actress
1: supporting actress we have amy adams from vice marina de Tavira, is that right from roma regina king if beale street could talk and then from the favorite emma stone and rachel weiss wait Weiss. weiss yeah
0: is it Vice? It
2: is, yeah. Oh, Whatever her last name is. Is she Polish? <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, she's British.
0: Oh. I mean don't that's, know. that's not a British name. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um
0: we don't put continents together like that.
1: <laughs> I couldn't decide between Emma Stone and Rachel Vice because they were both amazing. <laughs> I want one of them to win. Yeah. I don't care who, but I chose who I want to win as Emma Stone and who I think will win. Which maybe she won't. I don't know. Rachel Weiss. I don't really know. I feel like they're all good. I haven't seen if Beale Street could talk, but Neither I might. would be happy with any of them winning.
0: Um, I put that I want uh, Rachel Weiss to win.
2: That's who I want.
0: I thought, and again, it was it was such a toss-up between her and Emma Stone. Um, but I think overall I prefer Rachel Weisz's performance. Um, even having not seen it, I put that I think Regina King will win just because there's been so much buzz around that
2: yeah i originally put regina king uh i do still think that she will win but i would say i love both emma stone and rachel vice but i think i liked rachel vice more um i don't know yeah it's so good but also shout out to marina de tevera like i know that was a, a shock for a lot of people yeah i
0: didn't see that coming
2: but she now that i you know we're watching it again like it makes sense
0: Oh, she's. It, 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 both of them are outstanding. Yeah, in this movie. Also, huge shout out to Amy Adams. Yeah. If I'm oh being yeah. yeah. um Really, the sleeper hit in Vice. The yeah. The performances. The, the the main thing that Vice has going for it are the performances because they're all incredible. Amy Adams is a total sleeper hit. We all knew Christian Bale was going to kill it. We were all stoked for Steve Carell. We were all stoked for uh, Sam Rockwell. Amy Adams destroyed that role. She did such a good job. Yeah.
2: I just think, yeah, it's unfortunate that she gets nominated so much and she loses out. But just like, yeah. there are so many better movies that she could have won for yeah, that she true. hasn't. Arrival. Yeah.
0: Um, supporting actor. We have Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott in A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. I chose that I would like Sam Elliott to win. I think he has a really understated performance in that movie. Uh, a lot of people talk about the scene where he backs out of Bradley Cooper's driveway as like the defining moment. Uh, I think it's everything leading up to that. He just has, he gives a really convincing performance in that movie, and I think it's great. Also, I don't know him very well. I haven't seen a lot of movies with him, so I think that sold it for me a lot as well. Um, I think Marshall Ali will win. Or Adam Driver. I think it's a toss-up between those two. I think it's theirs to lose. I also chose Sam
1: Elliott. I thought he did a really good job, and very much enjoyed his performance. And I also said I thought he would win, but mostly because I want him to win. I have no idea who will win. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so I put Mahershala Mahershala, uh, Mahershala Mahershala Ali. Um, because as much as I didn't like Green Book, he's great in it. He's really great in almost anything he's in.
0: You will never need to defend picking Mahershal Ali for anything to me.
2: Good. Because so this is something I'm going to go into a little bit later but Green Book is so heavy handed. It's so ridiculous in just like the themes and the script and the acting but he's the only thing that's subtle and toned down and it's fantastic.
0: I've also heard people say that Viggo's performance is really good as well. He's
2: pretty good but he's just so over the top. It was hard for me to Invest anything in him.
0: I uh, Mahershala Ali. I'm. I was completely sold on him from the second I saw him in Moonlight.
2: Yeah, I will love almost anything he's in. Maybe not this new Alita Battle Angel.
0: Dude, I kind of want to see that.
2: I just want to see it for him, (laughs) just for him in those sunglasses. I don't think it looks that bad. It's. I don't want to see it.
0: (laughs) I'm not saying it's gonna be the best picture winner, but if we're talking February releases. I don't think it looks that bad.
2: Yeah. Maybe we'll have to go give it a watch. I'm really
0: stoked for High Life.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Robert Pattinson in a three-hour sci-fi epic? Yes, please. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm refusing to watch the trailer for it.
2: I saw it once. I won't watch it again because it's amazing.
0: Okay. Um...
2: Oh, wait. And I did also Uh write in uh, Timothy Chalamet. Because even though Beautiful Boy is not good, he's still great in it.
0: He's the one saving grace of that movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah he does give a great performance. The, honestly, the acting categories this year, I had a really hard time with. Nobody, like, super stood out to me, if I'm yeah. being honest with you, except for the favorite.
2: Yeah. That's really it. Go girls. Yeah, right? Leading Let's into that,
0: um, who wants to take best actress?
2: I can do it. All right. Okay. Um, okay. So we have. Why do I always pick the hard ones? <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yalizia Aparicio sure. for Roma. Uh Glenn Close for the Wife. Olivia Coleman for the favorite. Lady Gaga Star is born. Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um So my choice is Olivia Coleman. I don't think she will win. Mm-hmm. I think it's between her and Glenn Close. I would also love to see Yolitzia because her her role is so understated. Oh, and it's just like it's just so meek and just like cute and you just kind of want to wrap her up and also i found out this is her very first role which is incredible and also she wasn't even going into acting she was going to be a school teacher and then they cast her in this um yeah and then i wrote in tony collette because what why not right
1: (laughs) i also wrote in tony collette because that is the best performance I've seen from anybody all year, I yeah. think. Yeah, I agree. Like, it was just amazing. I'm so bummed that she's not nominated. I mean, Hereditary was just completely forgotten about. Yeah. But her performance is amazing. I chose, though, with my limited <sighs> options, Yolita. Um, is that how mm-hmm. you say it? Because, again, Roma. And exactly what Sid said. I feel like she just gives off a really natural and believable performance and just makes the movie with everything else that makes the movie but
0: I would have absolutely zero issue with her winning yeah. my pick though was Olivia Colman the, the reason that I say that is I I do wonder how much of Yalitza's performance was performance mm. and how much is just that's how she is Yeah, you know what I mean?
2: I've seen her like at you know like press stuff for the oscars and she seems more comfortable and outgoing with people okay
0: maybe i'm not giving her enough credit and that's entirely possible Mm -hmm. i love roma i would have zero problem with her winning because she carries that film on her back yeah um my pick is olivia coleman
1: yeah Uh, uh, good pick uh, excuse me (laughs) (laughs) what a great job
0: um i i think lady gaga is gonna win
1: i would be okay with that
0: i i i really honestly think that she's gonna win Uh, glenn close is getting a lot of vibe or a lot of uh hype i haven't seen that movie so i don't know i haven't seen it regardless i think again a star is born is just such a force yeah i think i think lady gaga is gonna win i think
2: i'd be fine with yalitza olivia or lady gaga
0: i totally would um i also wrote in tony collette because what a mind-blowing performance that woman put out in that movie Again, go girls this year because no actor in any film really blew me away except for maybe Christian Bale.
2: I, yeah, I have something to say about that. But All right, that's fine. We'll get to it. Um,
0: but there were a lot of performances by women that I was very impressed yeah. by. I would like to see. Can you forgive me? I
2: want to see. It's good.
0: I want to see what a Oscar-nominated Melissa McCarthy performs. She's actually really good. Because I hate <laughs> Melissa McCarthy with every fiber of my being. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen anything with her in it that has not made me want to just put pencils in my eyeballs. <laughs> I hate her so much. Yeah.
2: She's actually she's pretty good in it. I will say that like I'm I'm really not surprised that she was nominated. All
0: right, I I, still, I would like to see it at some point.
2: She's probably the one that I like. If I could switch out anyone for Tony Collette, I would switch her out. Okay. but I'd still say she's pretty well deserving. Okay, yeah.
0: Um, best actor: uh, Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper a Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book I chose for my pick Bradley Cooper um, I think Christian Bale is going to win I would also not have a problem with Rami Malek winning if I'm being totally honest
1: I did opposite of you I couldn't decide between Christian Bale and Bradley Cooper so I said I like Christian Bale and I think Bradley Cooper will win I would be fine with either of them winning though
2: i put um i think christian bale will win i but i w- i would love to see willem defoe win i haven't seen I would love to see it as well i haven't seen at eternity's gate but i just love willem defoe and great. he's never won anything which is criminal have they not seen spider-man we just watched
0: <laughs> uh the other night we just watched john wick for the first time oh it's so good he's he's crazy in that yeah. he's so good in that
2: and also how did he not win for grand budapest hotel he threw a cat out a window for that.
0: Good heavens! You're <laughs> right.
2: Um, but then I um, was he
0: even nominated for that? His I role's so small. I don't
2: think so. Um, and then I wrote an Ethan Hawke for First Reformed. Um, yeah, he's just really, really good in that, and he just plays like a kind of a paranoid person very well. Yeah, and just kind of like the progression that he goes through is really good. But so my tell, thing. Tell with, me your beef with Christian. Bale. My thing with Christian Bale. I love Christian Bale. He's great. The so I listened to a podcast that was just talking about a few of the movies that they didn't necessarily necessarily agree with that got nominated and Vice was one of them. And Christian Bale He's great in almost everything he does. He's great in this, but sixty percent fifty sixty percent of the acting is the makeup. Like yeah, he's good with like kind of like the grimace that he does and the way he talks, but ultimately it's the makeup that's selling a lot of the performance for me
0: so then are you pissed about gary oldman
2: yeah really? oh yeah yeah
0: you wanted timothy to win oh though.
2: yeah of course i did <laughs> <laughs> i love him and also i just didn't really like that movie when
0: everybody knows that daniel lewis should have won
2: i'd be fine with <sighs> gary oldman
0: was a career award let's be real. yeah wrong. it really was <laughs> here's the thing he did a good job but yeah i do think you're right there about the makeup christian bale really did a fantastic job though and he, he, he committed himself to the role yeah
2: so i think like i don't think it'd be undeserved for him to win but i'm just like
0: you don't want it to happen
2: no not necessarily but just that uh, i don't this sounds harsh but like i don't feel like all the credit they're giving him is where credits due.
0: i don't think that he's you know? won a lead actor has he
2: um no he's only one supporting he won
0: supporting for the fighter yeah so i'd be fine which with is a him. great movie by the way if you haven't seen the fighter put it on your list it's on my list for it's this so year so good
1: so like i'd be we fine that,
0: right? yeah it's mark Wahlberg and Christian that's Daryl right and okay Fox
1: that's and... what i thought yeah.
2: all right so like i'd be fine and I'd, I'd be happy if he won just as long as rami malek doesn't win so
0: what do you hang on we'll get into why bohemian rhapsody sucks because it does let's yeah. not mince words here yeah What do you have against the performance? I thought it was the one good thing about the movie.
2: It is. It is the one good thing, but also kind of along the same lines as Christian Bale. The teeth is doing a lot.
0: I 1 million percent disagree with you. Really? The body language, him strutting around on stage, he owns that and nails it and makes it look easy.
2: I don't know. I just feel like the teeth are so big that he, at some points he can't really emote. Um. I don't know. okay so I think most of it is just coming out of how much I dislike this movie yeah. that it's just seeping into everything. So, okay. Yeah, he's pretty good.
0: He's incredible. Yeah, okay. Like, For the movie the you can you can be as weirdly critical as you want to <laughs> of his performance. He's incredible in that
2: movie. All right. All <laughs> right. I'll give it to you. All righty.
0: I think again, just the 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 live aid concert at the end would be Oscar worthy. And because, again, I have beef with biopics in general. Yeah. Right? Um, I just, I don't think that, I don't think they're the most interesting kind of movie that you can make. I think they're one of the least interesting kind of movies that you can make because invariably they get whitewashed, so to speak, and toned down in the more intense parts. And Mm -hmm. that's, again, we'll talk about why Bohemian Rhapsody sucks, Um, but uh, the, the way that he just embodied Freddie Mercury and specifically the body language like I say is nothing short of astounding.
2: All right. So, I'll give it to you. if
0: Christian Bale is heavily in in you know, in rotation for possibly winning, you you can't say that Christian Bale was fantastic and Rami Malek was not because they do the exact same thing at the exact same level.
2: All right. All right. Maybe it's just my bias. That's fair. I think that definitely. Th- is. Yeah,
1: I think that um bohemian rhapsody is a good movie i enjoyed it but i feel like it doesn't live up to the hype and awards it has received yeah
0: again it's fine we could have just seen it and forgotten about it exactly all right moving on last category of the day best picture your nominees are i'm gonna try and say this without laughing (laughs) your nominees are black panther black clansman bohemian rhapsody the favorite green book roma a star is born and vice
1: i feel like three of those deserve to be there there
0: are three good movies in this list one pretty good movie um two or two pretty good movies and two bad movies (laughs) (laughs) yeah these are the best movies of the year
2: only three of these were in my top 10 for the year
0: as, much as, yeah. as many times as Sid would like to cross out Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> on her list, yeah, it is nominated. It does not have a chance at winning.
2: I, I hope not, but also I'm scared.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody is an utter trash heap of a film, minus Rami Malek's performance. It is so bad. And I will give you two words as to why that is. Those two words are Brian May the guitarist of Queen, (laughs) who was a creative director on this Uh film and decided to use it as an opportunity to completely rewrite history and make himself look like Jesus of the band. Mm -hmm. And they blamed all of the band's troubles on Freddie, which is not how it went down. And all of the band members were giant pieces of garbage, just like Freddie was. They all lived the rock star lifestyle. This movie completely ignores what is an intensely interesting and harrowing story about what fame does to the psychology of a person um, and ignores that uh, in order to have Live Aid be this triumph of Queen, Mm -hmm. which it's a great concert. They did a good job. I don't dislike Queen music. I dislike Brian Singer and I dislike uh, the direction that he took this film in. This should have been an R-rated gritty examination into again what fame does to people which i think is a valuable and interesting topic to consider um but instead brian may decided to take it and make himself and i forget the drummer's name but he he was instrumental in this as well uh i I mean watch any scene in that movie and brian may is your dave's dave's ex machina for fixing problems yeah brian may is always resolving conflicts and doing everything perfectly he's a great guitarist I think he has a very signature guitar style that is very interesting and worth listening to. He was not Jesus. He did not solve all of the band's problems. And I think what makes it even more disappointing is that Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to make this movie.
2: Yeah, I think that would have been great. And do
0: it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. But instead, they gave it to the guy who made X3.
2: Who's also a pedophile? Hmm.
0: We still like Woody Allen, so
2: I don't. That's for sure. Yeah, my the thing with Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: uh, Sorry, we're at the. I I need to calm down. At Roma, and it's the scene with the fire (sighs) and the guy singing, and it's.
2: uh, I feel better now. Okay, go on. (laughs) Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. The only reason why it's getting so much hype is because there's so much love for Queen yep and queen is a great band they are good they have good they music are good. i like them i actually <laughs> you don't could
0: get a disc and a half of good material out of queen's
2: discography yeah that's probably true <laughs> um but yeah so much just rides on that and you know every time you hear someone talk about it they're like oh yeah it was a good movie i really like the musical parts of it that's the only parts that are really good everything else is just kind of like it's just it's not the most interesting movie in the world 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 it's pretty boring
0: can we make a nomination for worst visual effects and just only put bohemian rhapsody in there because (laughs) the crowd during the end sequence (laughs) looks like jello
2: yeah i saw (laughs) also i don't think the editing is good at all i don't i was watching just like a little clip of it and there was just like it was like a 10 second clip and they changed shots probably like eight times in that 10 seconds so
0: (sighs) and like frantic editing frantic editing can be good yeah but not if it's distracting
2: yeah and just like with the tone of the movie it didn't really fit into it and also just like the dialogue there was one scene that i was just laughing at because the dialogue was so bad
0: yeah um and again like i said the, the live aid concert at the end if they had just done that like that sequence is really good Yeah, And I get what they were going for. I just disagree with the direction that it took. Mm. But seriously, go rewatch that, people. The crowd during that sequence (laughs) is atrocious. The visual effects in that are so, 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 so bad. Like, unforgivably bad. They do not look like people. How, like... Oh, my gosh. Blah.
1: (laughs) Blah. I don't think I have quite as harsh of a reaction as you guys <laughs> i mean i think it's upsetting that it was nominated for best picture i don't think it deserves that i don't think most of those the nominees deserve to be there but i'm okay with it as a movie like i think it's yeah. fine but if, that's all just fine <laughs> see i have a problem where if
2: i see a movie and i think it's fine And then I just want to forget about it forever That's fine, but people just don't shut up about it So it makes me hate it If this just came out, people were like, oh yeah, it was good I liked the music And then they just never talked about it again I'd be totally fine with it
0: I'm going to say something right now I'm scared Bohemian Rhapsody is the greatest showman of 2018
2: Oh my gosh (laughs) You have no idea how much I hate greatest showman (laughs) On the nose Look at you
0: right. Um Again, I don't have a lot of negative to say about Black Panther. It's right it's right in there with most Marvel movies. Yeah. With the exception of Infinity War and Cold War and Civil War. Or Civil War, I'm sorry. And uh Iron Man One and actually the other two Captain Americas and
1: <laughs> All Three Thors.
0: All of those Marvel movies are better than Black Panther, but it fits in <laughs> with all of the other ones. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean like I'm not mad that it got nominated. I wish other ones would have got nominated in its place. I don't think it has a chance in hell of anything.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's okay.
0: It's whatever. I get yeah. it, right? Disney throw your money at everything. Yeah. Whatever. It's 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 just interesting that it's nominated for best picture and a bunch of craft.
1: Yeah. Mhm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the last time that a, pic- that a movie won Best Picture without being nominated for Best Director uh, was Argo. And before that, it was like 1946.
2: Hmm.
0: So, there you go. Uh, Black Klansman.
2: I don't have a huge problem with this one. I think Blind Spotting was better. That was a not well known one at all. Um, I think it handles the themes better. Um and I th- I liked the performances better in that one. I'm not angry that Black Klansman was nominated, but I'm just kind of like meh on that one.
1: Yeah, I feel the same. Like I enjoyed it when we went and saw it, but I never thought it was gonna be, yeah, best picture worthy. I.
0: I'd, I'd give it like a four or a five. Wow. I didn't like hate it the way that I feel about like Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I did distinctly dislike Black Klansman though. Yeah. Um. I think the editing was very poor. I think specifically back to the sequence where, um, towards the beginning, where they're at that rally, and it's just like the shadowy faces, just like panning shots of shadowy faces for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. Um, I don't like John David Washington's performance. I think it's bad. Uh, mostly... And I don't know if he does this on purpose, but he sounds exactly like his dad if his dad was trying to be a pompous piece of crap. <laughs> well, hello, sir. <laughs> and, like, that'd be fine if that was the voice that he put on to talk to the clan. But, like, that's just how he talks. Yeah. And it it bugs the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, Adam Driver I thought was good. um, But they had a lot more potential with his character. Mm-hmm. I thought the entire bomb subplot was intensely ridiculous and i thought that the ending mini documentary as people are calling it was supremely emotionally manipulative and i think that they stuck it on there so that you wouldn't be able to criticize the film without seeming like a racist
2: yeah i can see that
0: like there are other ways And not even that you need to trust your audience a little bit. Like they didn't need to so explicitly punch you in the face and say, this isn't just a problem in the seventies. It's still going on today. Like, and it's, it's so hard to discuss because these are actual issues and things that need to be talked about and things that need to be examined. I just don't think this film does it in a very effective way. Again, sorry, jumping back to horrible editing there's the sequence where there's the clan rally and the students rally going on at the same time. And it's cutting back and forth between the two speeches. Mm -hmm. What an atrocious sequence, just bad. I didn't know what I was supposed to be feeling there. I didn't know what they were trying to accomplish there. And it's such a long sequence, bad edit. That's bad editing. In case everybody's wondering that sequence is bad editing
1: yet it's nominated for best editing.
0: And I think it's going to win. That was my that's what I think is going to win.
1: So awful.
0: And here's the thing, I don't like I said, I think it's a I was very excited to go see it. I I think it's a a fascinating story that deserves to be told. I don't think that this movie did it justice. That's yeah. me. Uh the favorite is outstanding. I'd have no problem with it winning. No. I don't think it will. I'd have no problem with it winning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm happy it's nominated. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Again. So it's it's just so weird because again, you can see the Academy pandering to Disney and mm-hmm. uh Bohemian Rhapsody. But then they're also nominating the favorite for Best Picture. Like who's who's picking these nominees? Yeah. Green book, I haven't seen. Give me your beef, Sid.
2: Alright. So like I said before book is very heavy heavy handed and it's so overt with its messages and it's just like okay everyone knows racism's bad you like <gasps> oh my gosh spoiler alert everyone no but so a lot of complaints that this movie has and a big one i have is it's very repetitive and it's just that like oh these two guys they go to the city oh, this black guy wants to go somewhere. Oh, he's not allowed to. The white guy comes, fights them. Okay, happens again. Happens over and over.
0: Yay, big old Mortensen. You're an ally.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. There, the themes really bother me in the movie that it's just like, oh.
0: They couldn't figure out a better way to get them across. Yeah,
2: and it's just, it's, yeah. And it just, it kind of just feels like kind of like a white, savior almost coming in and like helping this black guy and it's just
0: i haven't seen blind spotting okay but if you want to see a much more interesting examination of some of the themes and even more um than what green book dives into sorry to bother you
2: yes that one's so good on so many levels it's
0: hilarious yeah but also gets across a similar message but it also manages to be anti-capitalist. So yeah. my my little socialist heart just gets <laughs> get, gets a flu- gets a flutter in from that movie.
2: Yeah. That's a great one. Um shoot, I just lost it again.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you start fine.
2: start talking again and then I'll, I'll pick I have it up.
0: nothing more to say about green books. Okay, so. shoot. Yeah, and I <laughs> haven't
2: seen it either. What did someone say about it that I Oh it was a really good point but i can't think of it now you'll remember uh, it. I w- i'll remember it and then okay. jump back in whenever Kay.
0: roma is astounding that should win i think it's gonna win i want it to win i have no right in in this category roma is undeniably in my opinion the best film that came out last year on pretty much any metric suspiria is still my favorite film of the year my number one roma's my number two and it's mostly because i think this isperio is a little bit more watchable to be honest with you that's why it becomes my favorite film of the year but roma is without a doubt in my mind the best film that was that came out last year
1: and we're still very much enjoying watching it right now we're still watching it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very good <laughs> and i agree i i wrote this movie in but not because i think it's better than roma Annihilation it is my favorite movie of the year, but I really want and think Roma will win. Okay, I got my thought back for Green Book. Let's talk about Green Book. Okay. Um, so the message it gives
2: is a good message that, you know, racism is bad. But, so I listened to a podcast talk about this. I don't remember what it was called. Sorry. Um, but they were just saying that this would be a good Oscar-worthy movie in the 90s where, like, they weren't really pushing these like super agenda filled movies with this message. So I think it's more along the lines of like, you know, like driving Miss Daisy or something like that, where just like the themes are so obvious that it doesn't really make an impact on people anymore. So that's my last thought on Green Book. Well, again, especially
0: when you have Moonlight winning, right? Great film. So good um, A Star is Born I'd honestly be okay With it winning I do think be, it will I really yeah. I really think That Roma's gonna win
1: I would love that
2: So much See I've heard That there's kind of like People in the academy Don't like This new wave Of like Netflix And streaming Services It's so petty It's so stupid But Yeah I would love I would love for either Stars Star is Born Roma Or The Favorite to win
0: Yeah I'm down with that Yeah uh, Vice is Okay
1: yeah that's all right yeah i actually liked it a lot i don't think it's i don't want it to win i don't think it's better than a star is born or roma or it, the favorite but... it's
0: not offensive that it's nominated in the same way that bohemian rhapsody is yeah yeah none of these are as offensive as bohemian rhapsody no i think <laughs> no um i just i could find just as many films to list and the only two that would be the same would be the favorite roma maybe a star is born I, w- I think that Suspiria, Hereditary Annihilation, Into the Spider-Verse. Eighth grade. I, eighth grade. Yeah, I put eighth grade. Mid-90s.
2: Yeah. Um, Way better There's than a these. M-
1: There's like probably at least 10 blind spotting that I would put before yeah. Infinity Bohemian World Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah. Death of
0: Stalin, First Man. I think all of these are better than the.
2: Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> you cowards. Yeah. And that's it. Well, I just yelled for so long. <laughs> I've never yelled this much in my life.
0: Yeah, that's it for us. Oh no. Roma
1: oh, I love this scene. Roma froze. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love this scene. It's so gorgeous.
0: We're at the scene uh where she is at Fermines. Training grounds. I hate him. And she is able to do the pose that the man instructs, while nobody else is. It's quite good. But that's it. That gets us through all the categories. That's our beef with the Oscars this year. Um, More than my beef with the Oscars, it's my beef with Disney, and the fact that the Oscars seem to be caving to that Disney money and to their marketing people who think that they understand why. The Oscars uh, had the lowest ratings ever last year. It's not because your films made less money. It's because of all your trash, stupid, garbage skits. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about yes. the original mm-hmm. song performances, right? That's fine. Yeah. But don't cut Sufjan short.
2: Don't ever Well,
0: While you give the it. bearded lady like 50 minutes to do her Seriously. crap. Um, and uh, I don't know. Anybody in the Academy, if you're one of our 30 <laughs> listeners... <laughs> the academy awards are not designed for mass consumption right they are for the film nerds and the people who appreciate the craft and the art Mm -hmm. so trying to appeal to as many people as possible is a bad idea because people aren't mindlessly flipping through their channels at eight o'clock on a sunday night and see the oscars and be like Mm -hmm. I think I'll watch this no it's your film nerds who are taking the time to watch cable for the first time in a year (laughs) and that's who you need to cater to make it a two and a half hour show whatever again like I said the first Oscars were like 25 minutes long I think right make it a two and a half hour show cut your stupid skits focus on what you're there for award the people congratulate each other and then go to your crazy after parties I don't care but trying to make it appeal to as many people as possible is never going to work. And your ratings are just going to keep going down because nobody wants to sit around for four hours on a Sunday night to, you know, watch people get awards. And I'll tell you this right now, nobody cares enough about black Panther to sit around for four hours to see if it's going to win best picture. No. They care enough about it to Google Oscar winners on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. People care enough about Roma and the favorite and movies like that to sit around for four hours to see if they win Best Picture. Yeah, Watching Shape of Water win last year was so vindicating and so worth the ridiculous crap that we had to sit through to get there because it was so deserving. Blade Runner was the best film. Um, But But, yeah,
2: yeah, when they're trying to appease both groups, they're just going to make everyone mad. Yep. So it's it's not going to work. So appease us please the ones who actually care the people people (laughs) who actually care the people that you're catering to like this is the whole point that they started this
0: yep all right that's the end of my oscars rant
2: that's quite the
1: rant i can't do
0: this we're watching roma it's great i need to
2: calm Mm -hmm. down i need to try this pose out yeah try the pose out
0: uh becca you have anything left to say
1: um no i just want roma to win everything that's all
0: all right, I'm tapped out. Sid?
1: I can't do it anymore.
0: All right. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Love you. You can find us at facebook.com slash movies and then talk about them or Instagram at movies we watch. Um, Either of those places, you can slide into the DMs to go ahead and suggest a film. Our normal format is we watch a movie and then talk about it. We just are in Oscar season, so we're doing a special episode. Um, so if you want us to do a film, um, we might do it.
1: We might if yeah. someone actually suggests a film to us we will watch it
0: yeah we don't get any suggestions <laughs> right now To be yeah. honest, with you, so <laughs> give us a suggestion and we'll pretty much do it um i think that's it
2: yeah sweet
0: all right we will talk to you guys next week um we'll see what we end up discussing we're like several weeks behind so we've got several to choose from it's a mystery what'll happen next week honestly we might just well no In two weeks, we'll probably have another episode like this or a mini-sode to talk about the aftermath of the Oscars. Um, We'll see what we talk about next week. We'll discuss it and let you guys know. I'm Andrew.
1: I'm Becca. I'm Sid.
0: And we love you. We love you. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.